You are Locked On Pacers, your daily Indiana Pacers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to today's update for the Locked On Pacers podcast. It's going to be no Tony East on today's show, no other guests. It's just going to be me, Adam Friedman, solo winging it. You know, your favorite host, the name does not begin with a T. Um, so, this is the first one I've done. Tony, I believe, did one of these on Monday. Um, basically, for this kind of podcast, what we're going to do is like a 10 to 15 minute tops podcast. It's going to be broken into basically two segments. Today is going to be just one segment because the opening segment is going to be about two minutes of me talking about housekeeping, things like this. But usually, it'll be two segments broken in to about 10 to 15 minutes. Um, it's going to be, it could range from anything from maybe a interview we did to a you know a sound you know a nice little bite from that um if we find some sound we like we might put in there a couple minutes uh, we could talk about upcoming games previous games news we saw whatever just two you know five to seven minute segments on whatever pacer news is going on that day this is only going to happen about three or four times a week basically whenever we don't do one of our anchor podcasts that is either like when tony and me are on or when we do a one-on-one with a guest, those are kind of our anchor podcasts. When we don't do that, there's going to be these updated things. So it's probably going to be Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Look for these. You know, occasionally there's going to be me and Tony will do more than one podcast, obviously a week, as the if something crazy happens, the Pacers, or we just feel like you know a lot of games going on, whatever there's a lot to talk about. So we might do that. But so look for this um, during the week. It's really easy. It's kind of the goal of it is to basically so you can listen to it while you're on your car ride, wherever for 10, 15 minutes. You know, something quick if you're on the car heading to the grocery, you can listen to it there on the way back whatever simple easy enough before we get to the meat of today's locked on pacers podcast update we're gonna take a quick commercial break seek is the presenting sponsor of the locked on pacers podcast i've told numerous stories about the times i've used SeatGeek and how great it is um you know i can keep refreshing over and over again how much SeatGeek is great for like three simple things basically one you can use your mobile phone, mobile device, whatever, great app, great mobile app, great mobile platform, whatever, very easy to buy tickets on there. Uh, it's great. It's got the fees built into the price. So there's no surprise price when you go to checkout. And obviously, it has this kind of rating system for a deal score. All three of those things make this one of the best you know, phone buying experiences for buying tickets to sporting events or concerts. Um, I'm going to use it. I'm already eyeing on what page games I want to go to this year, so I'm going to do that. Um, you know, I'll probably use it maybe go to Colts game even. You know, there's... I'm sure if there's some concert I want to go to, you know, there's just, you can use it for anything. I mean, any event you can think of, concert or sport that you want to go to, go to Seeky, use the app. If you use the promo code LOMBA or LOCKED, you get a $20 discount off your first purchase. Use that promo code if you go there because I want to save you some money and it helps kind of show this podcast influence and how well it's doing. So please, if you go to Seeky, make sure to use that promo code because I want you to get a deal on your tickets, really. That's what I want. And now back to today's update Locked on Pacers podcast. All right, welcome back into today's show. Um, the Pacers preseason ended tonight after their 108-89 win over the Haifa Maccabi team. Um, they finished the preseason three and one. Their only loss coming on Saturday to Detroit. Overall, the preseason had some positives. The team looked, you know, decent. You know, you can't take a lot from preseason because it doesn't really mean a lot in any sport. Preseason's kind of just there. A little warm-up, a little teaser, a little taste of the action before you get to the regular season. So you can't read too much into it. But um, for today, just like, you know, the rest of this podcast, I just wanted to do kind of a player-by-player evaluation of the preseason. Um, I don't know how far I'm going to go into the roster. I'm going to try to go as deep as I can. 
Um, obviously, I'm going to do the starters in every major bench player, but I don't know how deep I want to go just because not a lot of um, the guys fighting for spots in this team played that much minutes tonight. And Tony and I already did kind of a breakdown of the previous preseason games on yesterday's podcast. So, you know, um, obviously, let's start with the cornerstone of what people hope is this Pacers franchise, Miles Turner. So I'm just going to list a couple things. Each one's going to be a couple things I like. So Miles Turner, um, what did I like from him? Um, he doesn't seem to have gotten worse. You know, I know that's not saying much, but he seems like he is the same player with last year. That can be a positive or a negative. Um, you know, he doesn't seem like he's gotten ext- that much better at three-point shooting. Um, but look, he kept his numbers where he are. So even if he kept his numbers where they are right now, um, and he just improved his overall shots, which selects like overall shots he took, which probably happened because he'll absorb some of the shots they're going to lose from Paul George. Um, his points would go up. I mean, you know, Turner last season was a 51% shooter from the field, 35 from three, and 80% free throw shooter. You know, if he keeps around those numbers and improves his shots from about 10 a game last year to maybe 15 a game, you're going to see his points go to go to 20, maybe close to 20 points a game. So that that be interesting to watch. Um, you know, something I didn't like, his three-point shot doesn't look that much better. Um, you know, his shot is still a little slow coming out of his hands. He doesn't have a quick release. He still looks a little hesitant out there. He takes a lot of 20-foot jumpers instead of three-pointers. Couple of th- all those things I like to see him kind of uh, push out of his game and attempt. You know, if he wants to make that next level, become that next NBA star, he's going to have to shoot more threes and less 20-footers and make more threes. I mean, last year he shot only one-and-a-half threes a game. He's going to have to get that up to, like, three to really be in that next level of an NBA player. But overall, you know, there were preseason games. Turner's defense still looks pretty good. It looks like he's a pretty potent rim protector. Remember, we got to all remember that he's 20, 21 years old. He's super young. Even if he just slightly improved this year to, let's say, like 17 or 18 points, that would be an incredible achievement for a 21-year-old. You know, he didn't have the hype. You know, I understand he may not be LeBron or Kevin Durant level, but he is up there with some of those young rookies. I mean, there's Towns and there's Porzingis, and I think he's on Porzingis' level. He might not quite be on Towns' level, but I think he's up there. So, you know, we've got to look at that. But overall, I was just kind of lukewarm on Miles Turner would be what I would say. But who knows, you know, when the season starts, if he'll kind of get into more of a flow and become, you know, really take that next level and become an 18-point-a-game scorer. Um, the next player I actually really liked was Victor Oladipo. Oladipo has got some incredible speed, ability to get to the rim, and all that stuff that you just, like, is unbelievable, honestly. Um, you know, he's not, he's still kind of an iffy decision maker. Sometimes he seems like he's playing almost too fast, but he looked like he learned from Russell Westbrook. He looked kind of like a Russell Westbrook light out there, flying around, making plays. Um, in my Indie Corners article, I wrote about him. You can go there and read that. Um, that should be posted tonight right now i guess it'd be the podcast on a wednesday morning so it should be posted up by now um but you know he looked great i mean you know he's still iffy on his decision making but i think it's preseason he was taking chances but he was flying all over the place i mean he was getting the rim really quickly he was stealing passes he was making making plays with his i mean he's just he really is kind of the real deal and i think he's going to be have a really good season i'm kind of excited for him um next player bojan bogdanovich um he struggled in the first few preseason games um, you know, but this, but today he actually played pretty well. He was a plus 15, which is pretty positive. You know, he shot only one or six from three today, so that's always a worry because the only way he's going to be able to dominate on the court, really stay on the court, is going to be a three point shooting because he's going to have to be a really positive three point shooter, like a 40% three point shooter. But he also is going to be given a lot of opportunities since Robinson's hurt. So I overall, I like by Donovan's preseason. I didn't, wasn't anything exceptional by him, but, 
you know, he's the player we thought he was, hopefully, and we'll see how he does when he starts the season. Um, the next player I want to talk about is the fourth starter on this team, Thaddeus Young. Thad Young is the just baseline rock hard, stays the same, keeps going, steady, steadying rock, not rock hard, steadying rock of this Pacer team. Rock hard's a little bit of a pun there. Um, he's the steadying rock of this team, right? He is just consistently, you know, going to be 12 and 7 and make plays and play somewhat hard and just like that. And he's seemed like that in the preseason. I didn't say anything that worried me. Um, he looks a little better shooting, actually, thanks to his wrist is finally healthy. It was not healthy at all last season, so I'm excited that it's actually going to be healthy this season. So there's that, you know. And then the last starter is Darren Collison. Um, Collison's been playing great this preseason. I found it kind of odd that he played in um, Monday's preseason game against the Pistons. It didn't really seem to make sense. They didn't play any starters but Collison. But um, to hear really my, you know, I think there's an opportunity for the Pacers to, you know, let Collison kind of become the bench unit point guard. I think we're going to see some lineups maybe with um, Stevenson and Oladipo out there as the two guards and kind of rotating who plays point guard because if those two guys are out there, Oladipo and Stevenson, that is, they're the most potent players on this Pacer team, you know, and they can create kind of one of the better Pacer lineups involves those two guys on guard. So maybe Collison's getting kind of some reps to be the bench unit point guard and play some of those bench guys. Um, then, you know, I'm going to run through some of the bench guys. Sabonis and Leaf both look pretty nice. Sabonis had a really nice night tonight. He's a plus 26 on the court. That's really positive. But Sabonis looks like he's made a little bit of improvement, so I'm excited about that. Leaf, well, as a rookie, he shot that incredible game against on Saturday against Cleveland where he shot six threes in a row, I think, in the fourth quarter to win that one. Um, I think it was four threes in a row. It was four, five, and three, but he was made 18 fourth-quarter points. It was incredible. They look like they're both going to be in the rotation. Sabonis for sure is going to be probably the backup center, I would think, um, to start the season and leave might get some minutes at power forward the way he's been playing you know he deserves to be given a shot we'll see how long they stick by him and before they decide to bring in Jefferson but overall those two guys I'm positive on um, and then running through some of the bench Stevenson looked like Lance Stevenson it's all going to be about the effort he gives um, if he doesn't give his, his 110% effort like he can give this, he's not going to be good if he does give 110% effort he's going to be awesome and so he'll be he's going to have to be a huge he's going to play a huge role in the start of the season with Glenn Robinson hurt he's going to be kind of the the utility guy on the bench playing anything from point guard to small forward and maybe at times playing power forward if they can figure that out. Um, Corey Joseph, I haven't watched a ton of him in the preseason. Um, he hasn't played a ton of minutes either, but he's looked decent. You know, he uh, Tonight's stats weren't great. He only put up three points, but he was a plus 17 on the floor, which I don't really know. I think tonight's stats are a little skewed because they played such a bad team. But overall, Joseph seems like he can he can figure it out, fit this team, beat the player they want him to be. Just a guy off the bench playing 15, 20 minutes and scoring some points. So, and then you know, I Jefferson really only got big minutes last game. He was okay. Um, and then I think Damian Wilkins is going to make this roster as a la- as the uh, a, like eleventh spot. I just think the way he's been playing and his veteran you know leadership is going to outweigh anything else. So he's going to be on this roster for sure. And I think that last spot, Jared Utah takes kind of the the tops the uh, top spot over Ben Moore, just because Utah is a small forward and the Pacers lack the depth there. Um, I know I said this yesterday, but basically Ben Moore and Utah are probably tied, and you probably go to the guy you need more, and the Pacers need a small forward more. So um, hopefully they can get that to work. Um, maybe you know maybe the Pacers decide to to promote Poitras to the starting roster. He's on a two way contract, but I think they can do that. And if they do that, maybe then they make Utah for more one of their two way guys. Interesting thing to watch. 
you know, over the next week. Um, that's all I've got for today's, you know, update podcast. Um, this was a little bit of a taste of what it's going to be like. Obviously, when the season starts, it's going to be a lot more news. The next update is going to come on Friday. Um, tomorrow, Tony's got a podcast. He's doing a interview. He, I think he already did the interview, but it's going to be... Um, you know, I don't know who he's going to be with, but I believe he's taped a couple interviews, so that'll be one of those for tomorrow. I'll be back again on Friday to do this update, and of course, we'll be back again on Monday to do our regular podcast. For now, all the Pacers fans out there listening and enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on Twitter. We got back the original Locked On Pacers handle, so just at Locked On Pacers. Um, we're trying to blow that up. It's going to be we're probably going to tweet out during games, give polls. I don't know. We're trying to figure it out. This is Tony has first season doing this, so we're just trying to get our get our uh, bearings and set a fair what we want to do but we're excited for the season I'm super pumped for this season because I've missed basketball and just by watching this preseason game I've missed a ton of basketball I miss being able to watch basketball every night turn on any game and I love basketball so I'm excited for this season and I hope everybody else is and I think the Pacers have a good shot at improving or exceeding expectations at least you know 31 wins is the bar I think they can get above that I'm really excited for Olin Depot I can't say that enough I'm really excited to watch Olin Depot because he's kind of an exciting player to watch so Signing off for now. Have a great rest of your day, and then I hope you enjoy more of these Locked On Pacers podcasts that come uh, more this week.